You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. Baby. We get naked in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> you silly. I'm mad you said it all out. Take my jacket off. It's hot in the head. <laughs> Shit. Y'all yeah, don't know what's happening. <laughs> what's up, baby? Another beautiful day in paradise. Another beautiful day in paradise. I love when you say that. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, you're right. Appreciate that. Paradise. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's like I took a deep breath, took it all in. That is beautiful. That is. It is. Oh, this topic is uh, what we talk about today. Is I don't know. I, I'm all over the place with this one. So I don't know why. So I'm gonna freestyle it. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think we came up with a question for it. I I mean we came up with a couple of questions. To be honest, I just don't think we agreed. So so okay. Uh, do children's stories make you better or worse? That's all. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> So let's ask the people. Do children's stories make you better or worse? <laughs> How do y'all feel about children's stories? Because personally, uh, I, I didn't really think about this topic because, you know, Danielle comes up with a lot of good topics and she makes you think. And I'm like, damn, like, all right. like you, And not thinking in a sense of like, I don't know what to say. Like, I have to think back to my childhood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. think back to my kids childhood reminisce yeah because all my kids are older now yeah yeah <laughs> so, it's true it's so, true and then my granddaughter i don't even re- like i don't read her children's stories mm-hmm. i read her uh how to win friends and influence people uh, <laughs> like, like, like we're reading books that i read <laughs> so so children's stories to me now is like uh ryan holiday I mean, you, know, you know it's it's a different world so yeah they yeah. say don't read your child a book that you wouldn't read yourself. A, a thousand percent. So, so I'm a more nonfiction story story kind of guy. So, uh, do children's stories make you better? I mean, I think, I think they their intentions mm. were were to make a, a child better. But, okay. But if you go back to the origin of children's stories, like mm-hmm. back in the 1700s, right? Mm. For for if you ask the internet. So mm-hmm. and it's funny because certain things you ask the internet, it always goes to England. Mm. What Colon- does it say? What does it say? Colonialism, of course, right? <laughs> so, but of course, right? So it don't it don't go to like the tribal children's stories. The, you know, oh, back, that's true. Back that's in Africa yeah, when they used to yeah. tell children's stories. Oh, that's real. That's Mexico, real. you know, it's like it's yeah. like wherever there were tribes. Mm-hmm. You know, the internet never goes back to the tribal ah, days. Okay, it You're right. I didn't think the, about that. Yeah, it only goes to the colonial days, mm-hmm. and and that's what we always reference, mm-hmm. and that's why we always say, oh yeah. It, it started in 1716 and 1600s, and mm-hmm. like fuck that, <laughs> it, it goes way deeper than that. I'm, I'm sure they was telling fucking tribal stories in in the Aztecs and the Mayans and and, and on, a, on in Africa, and mm-hmm. you know it's like yeah yeah yeah, but we don't have that data. Yeah, I mean it's written on cave walls and things like that, and we'd have to research it and like yeah yeah you're right you're right real shit yeah, uh, but uh, when when you think about children's stories. Uh, like what kind of children's stories did you have as a kid growing up? Do you recall any or? Yeah, so so definitely it was uh, I, f- I forget his name, uh, first name, it was Shel Shel, Shel Silverstein, right? Oh, okay, you used to read those books when you were a kid. Yeah, so I had yeah, my mom's and my pops got like we had the whole collection of those books, mm-hmm. and I remember those because they was black and white books, and then of course yeah. <laughs> 
you know, true San Diego faction. I had I had Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> we all had Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss was definitely uh, one of the best. Um, Not everybody's friend today, but well, yeah, know. yeah. Now nowadays but, it but, is but true. Well known. Yeah, uh, Bearstein Bears oh, yeah. Um, was another one right. um, that I used to always uh, watch, or, or, or well, it became a cartoon, but it was a book. Um, in those books, it always gave you a lesson. Um, Dr. Seuss. I, I don't know if I really ever truly understood the lessons um that was given uh, i remember green eggs and ham and like you know he wouldn't eat them here he wouldn't even there and all that stuff right so, like I, yeah. so i'm gonna be honest with you but that, that's the only one i remember and i don't remember the uh so there's the the grinch the grinch is a great one right so you can't you can't never say you know dr seuss without knowing like the grinch who stole christmas it was like yeah. a great story great children's story that has been said and done re redone over and over again horton is a, a huge or a, what is it horton is a Horton hears a who. I, I never knew what that was about. I haven't seen it, so I don't want to say anything. But I, I don't. I've never. I never. I mean, read the book or seen the movie. Um, and then Green Eggs and Ham, and then um, there was the one, the Cat in the Hat. I was like, there was the oh, one yeah. where the, right. the 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 cat came in, or when they were by themselves yeah. at home alone, or whatever, right? Which to me it was just a great story on why you don't leave your kids alone. <laughs> A right, strange, a strange black cat might run right. with a cool right. hat. So, so, and then, so going back to Green Eggs and Ham mm -hmm. and the Grinch, and I and I said I was like, well, I don't remember what what, what was the lesson there, but now I, I think I, I I do remember a little bit. It was okay. it was, you know, Sam I am didn't like anything. Mm -hmm. He it reminds me of my dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was like, I don't eat none of that mm -hmm. shit. And then eventually, when he ate it, he was like, oh. At the end, it, this is okay. I remember Sam's face. Yeah, like yeah, it was. It was like oh, this is okay. Yeah, and, and then even with the Grinch, it was like, don't be mean. Don't yeah, be. I remember that. It was like, yo, you be mean because you're irritable, whatever mm -hmm. the case. And then eventually, yeah. you you opened your heart. I, I think I remember the heart <laughs> yep. part, and mm -hmm. then he found love. Mm -hmm. Okay, the cat in the hat. Don't let people in your house now when your mom's away. <laughs> the cat in the hat. We gave a ruckus, right? Um, and then uh, the Shell Silverstein books were my all time favorites and um i bought them for uh our our kids as well um it's like a light in the attic falling up um those were like the best the missing pieces um funny funny story too is that um uh, a light in the attic was actually banned a couple of times um and i was like wait what the whole like they banned that book it was a ch it was a book about children's stories, right? So like, why, why would you ban this book? Um, but then when I looked at the different stories that, or the reason why they, they banned it, because there's one, um, there's one story about it's called kidnapped right and it and it's a it's it's a it has a kid like bound by rope and you know but it's a, it's a kid's book you know and then one on how not to dry the dishes and one's like the <laughs> and parents thought like okay kids are not going to want to uh do dishes and then there's one where um little abigail she wants a pony and she doesn't get the pony, so she dies at the end. And so they're just like, you know, that's you've went too far. Like she, she shouldn't have died. <laughs> wow. So that's and that's the thing about these children's stories, which, you know, they either, have, especially the older ones. Nowadays, mm -hmm. it's much better. Uh, <laughs> actually, nowadays, I think I think they got so smart nowadays where they were like, yo, we're not even gonna put people in the children's stories. Yes, we're gonna put true. animals, weird objects, yep, yep. aliens, like think like. 
so so that we so that, so they're not offensive, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. so because theory, you know, you know, back to Doctor Seuss, children's stories were typically stereotypical, right? And it was like it was it was either a gender bias or a racial bias, mm. you know, and and they stayed in those worlds. And to your point, mm-hmm. it was like, oh well, if you talk about this, then this is what what kids is going to think about. And, and especially if you, as a parent, you're just reading your kids this book and you read this kid that book every single night. Mm-hmm. What do you think this kid is going to start thinking about? He's going to reference or she's going to reference that book mm-hmm. and unintentionally, oh, that's just like such and such and such in the book that you read uh-huh. every single night. Yeah. And it goes back to like what we talked about, like homeschooling. Mm. You know, reading children's stories is a small portion of homeschooling. Yeah, it's true. It, it sparks their imagination, definitely. Uh, some of the best um, books now are, are child or children books. Um, well, oh, before I even get into any of that, one of the books that we do, or we have actually a little case of that we read to our um, our grandchild, or I read to her anyways, um, and that I used to read when I was a kid are the Little Miss books. And that's the Little Miss Bossy, the Little Miss, and that used to be a cartoon, if I recall, as a I've kid. Never heard of it. Um, and it had the Little Miss everything, and she loves it. And she'll look on the back of the book, and she's like, that one. And then I like read it to her, and she cracks up. Um, and it's like all kinds of little miss people that do bad things or good things. No, and and real shit. I was going through that, that box and I was like, hold up. And you, and you said you're supposed to read it in order. Oh yeah. yeah, I think so. And I'm I'm pulling them up and it was like little miss mad. Sarcastic. Little miss. I'm like, hold up. I don't want to read none Little of this Miss shit. Miss yeah. And that's the only ones that she was picking. I was like, okay, no, let's read Little Miss Good. I'm like, where's Little Miss Entrepreneur at? Yeah. Where's, where's Little hey, <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. Maybe we make another set of Little Misses, huh? Yeah. So I wonder I, if that's, let me, I, yeah, yeah, I got it. Hey, 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 that's not as an idea. Oh, yeah. So the cool thing about children's stories, and it, 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 it is a great opportunity. If you're an artistic, uh, you know, human being, you got, you got graphic design, you know how to draw you know, children's stories is a great opportunity mm-hmm. for you to get into. And mm-hmm. especially if, you know, if you're trying to change the game, you know, according to the internet, 12% of children's stories have a black representation in it. Mm. 12%. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yep. So, that is crazy. So, so again, nowadays when you look at, cause we only know cause of what our grandchild is watching on YouTube yeah. and the TV. It was mm-hmm. like, it's like, what is this? Oh, it's a pig or it's, it's, it's whatever this object is. Right. So so they get away from it and think it's okay. So mm-hmm. so it's like it's like, all right, we don't have enough black representation in children's stories. Mm. So in order to fix that, we're just gonna put a pig in it. Mm. It's like instead of <laughs> instead of fixing it, mm-hmm. no, we just we're just not gonna be offensive. Yeah. And and then That's when, crazy. when you go back to like uh now are cartoons considered children's stories? Mm, uh, really. I guess a children's story has to actually be a book form first, right? Okay. And then actually put into a story, right? I would say. Oh, so when a book form might turn into a cartoon? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember having, uh, like, we used to have subscriptions to uh, Scholastic Reading. Oh, yeah. You definitely. That? Oh, yeah. We, we, we would get the little packet, the little thing that we take home and yeah. your mom could sign off all the things. Yeah. I never got any of those books. So that's why when my kids brought them home, I, 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 I it was like I was a kid and I'd sit with that thing for probably a whole week until it had to be turned in for my kids. And then. <laughs> 
and I'd pick all the different books that I wanted. You remember? I was like, ooh, and then the things would come, like the stickers and all that. I'd be way more excited you than was them. Way more excited. Because <laughs> this is things that I wanted as a kid that I never got. Which so yes, I remember Celastics. Makes sense to Mrs. Books because you're way more excited. <laughs> and I love to read, so that's just one of the things that I, to be able to share with them and open up their their minds. And I love to share reading with with everyone, right? Um, whether it's a children's story or it's a, 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 a nonfiction or a fiction. I love fiction, of course, right? Um, then there's like the top books, like Good Night Moon. I didn't know it had been around for so long. Um, and not only that, but it's a book that just talks about good nights, but it's like one of the best selling books for children ever. Really? Which, according to Amazon, a copy of um, this children's book is sold like every 30 seconds somewhere in the world, which is crazy. Mm, damn. It's like. That's that's impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. So I'm not into children's stories. You know, we're, we're talking about it right now. I would be interested to see or hear what people are reading to their children nowadays. Yeah, this is it. It's a good night, Moon. Oh, and I apologize. No, no, I mean. The I, Hungry Caterpillar is the one that is a. Uh, um, is sold every 30 seconds somewhere in the world. Uh, Good Night Moon is the first, like, that's the number one book. Uh, the Hungry Caterpillar, which is about a caterpillar, is a journey from caterpillar to um, butterfly. And then number three is Where the Wild Things Are, which is a good one, too. And then number four is Cat in a Hat, which came out in 1957, by the way. Um, and The Good Night Moon came out in 1947. How come there is no children's stories uh, our famous authors <laughs> that write children's stories in this era. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is going on? What about the scary children's stories? What about those? What are scary children's stories? Well, would it be like the urban legends or um, do you remember um, st stories to read in the dark? Um, none of those so like stories of the reading in the dark um it, it about, was sorry hold up uh, now i just want you to remember mm -hmm. we're talking about books <laughs> how did i get you <laughs> how did Anyways. how did how did we come together yes yeah, so no, i, I want to hear you by not by you not reading books but telling me that you did but don't <laughs> exactly <laughs> so of course and as a child you didn't read the books either so there was this book called <laughs> scary stories <laughs> scary stories to tell after dark or in the dark i won't want to say it's like either one of those right and um in this book it had all these different i, I would say they're like urban legends now right so it was that the hook story where someone was driving and they heard something scratching on their the side of the door the whole time and they just like drove faster and then when they got home they seen a little hook and it was a guy who had <laughs> a guy who had just gotten out of a, <laughs> a, a insane asylum and he had a hook for a hand and it was stuck on that car <laughs> and then like candy man well, no, and because I can't even you got to say his name and all that stuff. And then there's the there's also the story where the the person that's in the back seat of the car, um, and then someone's honking, and then um, every time that person honks, the person ducks down, right? So someone someone thinks that the person honking at them is crazy, but in reality, that person's trying to save them from uh, somebody that's in their back seat, um, which. And these are actual stories, yes, or movies. No, no, no. These, these were. This is a. This is a children's story. It's called. Okay. Uh, it's called. Uh, why would scary people, stories? Why would to tell make in the dark? Up stories like this. <laughs> I, 
I don't know, but this is this is the scary children's stories, right? <laughs> and, and fun fun side note is, and I love American Horror Story. Um, American Horror Story takes stories like that and flips it, right? So in the last American story, Horror Story, they actually flipped that story. So that's pretty cool. All right, so so a children's story for me, growing up <laughs> growing up in Far Rockaway, we had Hickory Dickory Dock. <laughs> and, that's a nursery rhyme, babe. Yeah, I know. But well, Hickory Hickory Dickory Dock was about as scary as it got. And then, and then. But what was so scary about Hickory Dickory Dock? So, so it was Hickory Dickory Dock ran up to something clock, whatever, whatever, something, yeah, something, something. There's something, nothing something. scary about yeah. that. So in in Far Rockaway, <laughs> we had this white van. Uh huh. Right. It was <laughs> children's story. This is a children's story. And, but this was made. Now you talk about urban legends. Uh huh. This shit was made up in the hood. Okay. So, this so, is a hood legend. Yeah. So in hood the hood, urban legend. We made up our own stories. Oh. oh. So Hickory Dickory made Dock. Made up or was real? That's the thing. Ah. In our heads, we believe now, <laughs> this shit is crazy because when you think about it, and everybody like every like a thousand percent, if anybody from from my old hometown when we grew up together, and you if you're listening to this, a thousand percent we all believe this, even my brother. So this white van with a window. I don't even think they make vans like this anymore. Mm-mm-mm. So like the eighteen vans, like back in the day, the old eighteen vans had a window on the back. So if you seen a white van with a window on the top back driving around Mm-mm-mm-mm. that was hickory dickory <laughs> and, that and, was hickory and, dickory. and he was snatching kids up oh boy so, so, so i bet you if we asked mom luke she'll be like yeah that was a real bob Becker. he was snatching <laughs> 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 they call him the hickory dickory dog killer <laughs> and, in, and in far rockaway you know where, where we went to school at there's a bay right mm-hmm. so we're in between the bay and the beach it's mm-hmm. a peninsula so the bay is nothing but weeds like today is nothing like that. Now it's like fucking mansions it's and shit amazing, like that. Yeah. yeah, gentrification. Yeah, you always talk about it. I'm like, <laughs> this looks nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was a, it was a landfill and a bay, and people all the time. Oh, you found dead bodies. You mm-hmm. found all kinds of shit, and all they would say is, "That was Hickory Dickory Dock," <laughs> and it was across the street from our elementary school. So so Yikes. so we now back in those days too it wasn't like playgrounds like how we have today right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all we had was concrete fences it was like jail fences concretes and four basketball courts damn and it was all the way across and, and even and, god damn now that I'm thinking about it PTSD is a motherfucker mm. growing up in New York we had a baseball field that was painted on a concrete <laughs> it was, like we was like. There was no grass mm, at all, mm, zero mm, grass. Mm. Whole baseball field painted on concrete. So you had the baseball field, and mm. then three, four basketball courts in the back. Mm. Weeds, bay, and if you seen this white van, like every day we would see a white van. It was probably a painter. Mm. It was probably the neighborhood painter, wow. unfortunately. And when we seen that white van, every kid in the, in the park would run. <laughs> Every kid. Like we would all fucking They just like run. we out. Yeah. That is so funny. Because you didn't want to get caught up. There's so many, so many uh layers to that story that you just put out there, by the way. <laughs> Urban legend. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and then then the, it, it, it makes me think and a shout out to to everyone who advocates for uh trees and greenery in in areas that they just don't have. You know, in San Diego I know it's, it's people advocate all the time. So that's one thing. It's like damn, you didn't even have a damn baseball field like <laughs> sheesh right so i mean like honestly like these people that are advocating for these things it's for a reason it's so that kids don't have that story <laughs> you know yeah. like that's that's yeah. awesome we was playing baseball i mean we played baseball on concrete we mm. played football on concrete yeah i mean you know we played on the streets I mean, we were in california it's pretty green so in, in, in new york i could just imagine 
Um, what about the 13th floor? Does, was, is that like a children's story or do you think that's a real story? Like, is there really not a 13th floor? Or, and if you get on, a, if you go somewhere and they don't have a 13th floor, do you feel like, like, oh shit, like they really believe there's no 13th floor? And most places don't have a 13th floor. So I don't know if that's a children's story because if, if a motherfucker build a building that don't have a 13th floor, mm-hmm. either, yeah, he heard it as a child or it's legit they just don't do it as a yeah floor. check it out most yeah. people most floors most elevators don't have a 13th floor so so in san diego we, not marked anyway right because nah, it's technically yeah. still 13th floor if you no, just count it's right there there's right? more yeah like, but they don't say 13 <laughs> so like don't name it that and uh in san diego we have the university tower uh-huh. and in university tower there is no 13th floor no so uh, I, I don't know it might be and you know what's funny is instead of calling the 13th floor they have the lobby because mm. it's lobby then first floor. Oh, okay, so that that does suffice. So you skip the yeah. <laughs> well, then, but no, because then there's it legit. It's twelve, fourteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you little you you skip a floor. <laughs> I don't know if that's a children's story or it's just some hocus pocus shit. They say that uh, <laughs> that it came from <laughs> it came from a story from back in the day, a children's story. Was it the 1700s colonial version? <laughs> yeah, definitely, right? <laughs> it's a lot of stories that actually came um, across that uh, bad things that happened on 13th floors of lots of buildings, and and that's why. So it wasn't just like one related one, but it was enough to spook a lot of people. So so you made fun of, of well, you didn't make fun of it, but you kind of dug the onion layers back on my story. Uh, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't have no urban legend children's stories growing up as a kid? Well, uh, in the valley, because I'm, I'm, I'm you, grew, you grew up in the valley. It was like, like Amanda and Stephanie had horses. There was no, there was no crazy. Sarah and Amanda. <laughs> no, Sarah, not Stephanie. I'm sorry, Sarah and Amanda. They didn't have no crazy ass children's stories that that y'all was scared of. Y'all were just comfortable in your skin no, all the time. No, no, no. There was definitely some children's stories that we were scared of, but we read these books, so it uh, was like it was that. A, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't nothing, nothing y'all heard in the streets. It wasn't the realness, you know what I mean? I mean, like I said, in, in New York, it was probably real what you're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, legit, they found bodies in that that, that area, I'm guessing, right? And legit, people were, were snatching people up. Like, I remember a story vaguely about, you know, the those kind of vans and the stay away from them, but it wasn't, like, in my face. Perhaps it was in your face there because it was actually being done, you know? Right. Um, but, ah, no, 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 no stories for us. Oh, 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 I'm lying. It's the, the hitchhiker. That's the main one I would always remember as a kid, and it wasn't just a story. It I think it was a it was a a, a thing like people actually got hurt too being a, well, <laughs> a hitchhiker. As a kid, if you talk if you was talking about hitchhikers as a kid, mm. that sounds like some valley shit. Like, well, hitchhikers people hitchhike. I mean, like nowadays, there's no hitchhikers in New York. Very few and <laughs> never, never people there's, didn't hitchhike back then. You could walk everywhere <laughs> or you hop on a train. Like, like you didn't even, like, literally, you just hopped the train. Have you ever seen a hitchhiker? <laughs> the movie, yeah. Has, no, no, no. Uh, and the le- legit person oh, yeah, with their thumb percent. out. Okay. Yeah. Mexico, here. I would say. Only Mexico. on this side. Yeah. <laughs> never on the East Coast. <laughs> Especially never in New York. <laughs> like, I didn't even think hitchhiker was real until I came out here. I was like... It was like watching something majestic. It, it was, was like, a real story, it was right? Like, oh, it shit. was a real story. There's a hitchhiker. Did you pull over? Hell no, no. it's real. Hey, no, hell no. I seen the movie. <laughs> like, no, you don't do that. You don't pull over a yeah, poor person that. who is needs a desperate ride. Like, put a sign up. 
I throw a dollar out the car. <laughs> Hopefully, twenty people go by. You get twenty dollars. You get halfway you there. <laughs> back in the days, Greyhound was twenty five dollars. You go anywhere in Greyhound. Yeah, Greyhound is still definitely an option. So you're right, <laughs> which is probably why there's not so many hitchhikers. Okay, that as many as there used to be. <laughs> hey. All I gotta say. <laughs> These children's stories are wild. <laughs> I grew up on different children's stories, obviously. Uh, Danielle actually read books. Mm, 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 <laughs> and, mm. and if you know our story, that's the real thing. So when we were talking <laughs> about this originally, too, you were talking about a childhood friend who used to come home. And, and, and that's that was my story, too, with my stepfather, um, my brother and sister's father. Um, he'd come home and he would be... Uh, get in lots of bar fights and things and he'd be all bloodied um, and he'd tell us different stories uh, like of what happened but it was never that he was in a fight we didn't know that until we were older so he'd be like oh it was crazy you know like I don't know it's weird <laughs> like, like we did Halloween earlier or like he tells these weird stories <laughs> and we just be like, so you what? also had a butch <laughs> yeah 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 well, but it was Frank so <laughs> <laughs> oh it was your, it was yeah it was Frank yeah <laughs> Your father would come all bloody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Bruised up and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Face all crazy, but <laughs> he'd fight. We didn't know. Like, I didn't understand. Like, why would he be fighting? You know, like, why do you have black eyes? That's weird, right? All right, I want to make sure the people understand. Because <laughs> you're, going, you're going very fast. So your stepfather, Frank, <laughs> would come home, beat up. Mm -hmm. and bloody. Would, and would tell you a story mm -hmm. and say, oh, Halloween came early. Yep. God damn, your children's stories was not in the hood. They was in the home. <laughs> <laughs> now, Amanda Sarah wasn't around, right? <laughs> no, this is actually, this is when we lived in, um, and, uh, uh, shoot, we were, we weren't, we were in Thousand Island? Uh, no, Thousand, um, Oaks. Thousand Oaks, Thousand Island, Thousand Oaks, yeah. I want to say we were in that area. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. So, so my dad, yeah, my dad had a homie that used to come over. His name was Butch, man. Rest in peace, Butch. So as a kid, whenever my pop's friends came over, we we didn't really talk to a lot of them. It was always like one or two friends and then all of my uncles. But Butch. You have a lot of uncles. And I do have a lot of uncles. <laughs> shit ton of uncles. And yeah, I love them all. I love them too. Uh, but Shout Butch, out to the uncles. Butch would come and tell these stories. I mean, just captivating stories. <laughs> like, it was a trip. Like, I mean, like, he would sit. It was me and my brother. And then shit. And, and even if we had friends around, mm -hmm. he would sit down and and... It was the only dude that would give us that much attention, mm. especially as a grown-ass man. Because my mm. uncles would be like, get the fuck out of here. I'll mm -hmm. punch you in your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like, all right, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> but Butch would be like, oh, let, no me, let me tell you this. And he would tell these stories, man. And we we would just sit there like in awe mm -mm 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 -mm. of every, I don't know if I every ever, single story. I don't know if I ever heard a Butch story. Never. Honestly, it hurts me that I don't remember a story mm -hmm. that he told. I mean, but we that's how young we was. Mm -hmm. Like, this was... This was like late eighties. But you remember him, and that matters, right? Oh, no, a thousand yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah that thousand matters. percent. You, you, go ahead. I'm it, sorry. No, I said like, even because you know the way he passed away, it was yeah, yeah. It, it was it was tough. Yeah. Like I rem I remember like it it hurt just as much. It hurt my pops. Like mm -hmm. the way it hurt my pops, it hurt me because it was like man, like that was my pops' homie, all my uncles' homie, and this dude used to come to my house. Like mm -hmm. he used to be there talking to me, telling me these stories. He actually gave us time. The best yeah. storyteller I've ever known, mm -hmm. like human to human. Mm -hmm. And and uh, another great storyteller that's in your family uh, that you, you didn't say, but I, I love the way this guy tells stories, and I love the way you guys tell the stories that you told. And uh, and I'll, I'll give you a, a, a hint. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Uh, 
come on, come on, guy. Let me let me tell you this, guy. Sit sit on here, guy. <laughs> so you know what? Now I'm glad you. I'm glad you. You're. I'm glad we're freestyling this because because uh, you're, you're you're opening it up. I got notes. Yeah, I uh, freestyle. Yeah. No, me, I'm freestyling. So I'm just bringing it to your remembrance. <laughs> so le- legit, all of my uncles are great storytellers. That is true. That Every is that is true. Single one that is true because Uncle Bobby got some stories for your ass. That is true. And I don't know. And I guess we're going a little off of children's stories, but they're just stories that they're, were told when we were children. Yeah, right. But, it, but it, so so to your reference, mm-hmm. it's my children's stories. Yeah. Ooh, so, we can make a book of those children's stories so, so i didn't have books i had my uncles mm-hmm. and i had my pop's friend butch mm. like like those and then you know like i said okay speak on that yeah that's real so those are all the children's stories that i had because mm-hmm. my uncles would tell even to this day they tell stories like you know from uncle timmy uncle bit like every single last one of my uncles uh-huh. on my father's side my mother i got one uncle on my mother's side even even the stories that that dude uncle daryl tell you you'd be like mm-hmm. are you, it, it make you like Really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and legit, I've heard stories, and I come back and tell you, and you're like, "What?" And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, like that's how Ty got his name." Like, wait, what happened? <laughs> and it's always a reference. Like, it's yeah. so good. Their stories are so good. Those are like the good family stories, though, too, right? And, and these are the stories that I grew up on as a kid. So, yeah. so I respect. So, going back to what I what I reference about, you know, where they say children's stories first represented in the colonial version. My stories are tribal. Mm. My story started in my tribe, my family. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love all of you guys for, for taking that time to tell us those stories. And, and even to, to today, like, you know, I try and pass on my stories and, and things to my children. And, you know, we reference how children's stories do. They make you better and all that stuff. And, and now to answer your question, yes, they do. Yeah, I they, love they it. definitely make you better, and and it's not the commercialized ones. Mm. It's the ones that come from your heart. It's the mm. ones that we we know as human beings, and and whatever we can do intentionally mm-hmm. to to make these children better, then you know let's go out there and do it intentionally on purpose with respect for everything that's happened around us. Yeah, I love that. Albert Einstein says, if you want a child to be intelligent, read them fairy fairy tales, right? If you want them to be even more intelligent, read them even more fairy tales. And the premises of that to me is uh, if if you want someone to have like imagination, imagination is something that you you can't really teach. Right. Um, it's something that you just kind of pick up. Right. You could you, you want someone to learn. Uh, you want someone to think, but you want them to think outside the box. And the way that they can think outside the box is to hear stories that are outside of the box. Right. Uh, to allow their imagination to be pushed beyond limits. Um, and then when it comes to business, when you're sitting in a business room um, or a boardroom, uh, you're sitting around the table, uh, you're able to you're able to uh, go to different levels. That's fucking dope. Thank you so much for for bringing this topic up and and opening up my heart. Ah, I love you. I love you. This is life and shit. Life and shit. (laughs) Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what your thoughts are. That's the only way that this show is going to be successful. And we appreciate you. Talk with you next time.